and welcome to this extra podcast of the Veg Crowd Podcast. My name's Richard and I love growing my own food. Now I'm producing this podcast in response to the coronavirus epidemic that we are now facing. Usually I'll try and stay away from these sort of subjects because I don't like capitalising on bad news or tragedy. But I've had a lot of thoughts a lot of conversations with people and what's came out is that grow your own is going to be incredibly important over the next few weeks and the whole aim of the veg grower podcast was to encourage more people to grow your own by showing how it can be done which is what happens in the diary section i share with you how i grow food I also know there's a lot of people panicking and what i've always found that people panic because they don't know what to do They may not have a plan or they may not just know what direction to take. One of the best ways I've always found of keeping people calm is to give them a task. And that task is just a job they can get stuck into or just something that occupies their mind. And this is where I truly believe Grow Your Own will come into play. So what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be producing a few more podcasts over the next few weeks There'll also be more videos and probably more blog posts, photos on the Instagram. Everything's going to be going mad. Partly because I believe I am not going to have much work on at all in my day job. So I'm going to be really turning my attention to... Well, I'm going to be mainly turning my attention to Grow Your Own. My garden is going to become a food producer machine, as is my allotment. But it's always been that way but it's going to be ramped up a lot because I don't want to just feed myself. I want to feed my wife. I want to feed my family. I want to feed my friends and I want to feed my neighbours. That may sound like a lot, but that is my aim. I'm going to produce too much food that I have to give it away and I'm happy to give it away. But with all this extra time, I'm also going to be producing more podcasts, more videos and more blog posts. So what am I doing right now in order to reach this aim? In some ways, I'm carrying on as I was before, sowing the seeds that are going to be producing food later on in the year. These are things like my tomatoes, my peppers, my chilies, my melons, all those odd plants that are going to be really needed later on in the year. The trouble with what we're faced at the moment is that it's hit us at this time of year, which is known in the Grow Your Own community as the Hungry Gap. And that is because all the food that we've been producing has been used up over the winter period. And all the food that we will be producing probably won't come into effect maybe late May, June, July. So that gives us a couple of months where there is not going to be anything necessarily available. Now, I have chickens, I have quail, I have rhubarb that is ready, I have lettuce leaves. I'm kind of already got quite a bit of food going. But because I'm ramping up my efforts, it's time to really see what else we can do. And because we're in a hungry gap, I am looking at the quickest crops that are available right now. There's quite a selection of these quick crops, but the quickest that I have found are microgreens. And I did mention these in the diary section on Monday's podcasts. I have started sowing a tray of microgreens every day. Now, if you don't know what microgreens are, they are basically the really young seedlings of some edible crops. We've probably all sown cress at school, and that is probably the best known example of what we can call a microgreen. Other examples of what we could also use are cabbage, cauliflower, sunflower, basil, coriander, fenugreek. There's so much choice. I will add a list to the blog post for this podcast if that helps. 
or you can just search in Google and there'll be plenty of information out there. Now I'm producing microgreens for several reasons. One, because they are quick. They can be producing in as little as seven to 10 days. That food is not gonna be high calorie food, but it's gonna be full of flavor and it's gonna be really full of those healthy, nutritious food, which at these sort of times is gonna be really called upon. We're gonna need it more to look after ourselves. Then there's also, if you've been eating pasta and rice for the last week, you're probably really craving something really nutritious, something really healthy. Then there's the fact that posh restaurants, I know they're now closed, but posh restaurants will actually pay a lot of money for microgreens. So what I feel is good about that is this positive mental attitude that we're going to need. We're going to be able to sit down and eat maybe even pasta and rice with these microgreens. And in our heads, we want to be thinking people will pay a lot of money for these microgreens. Positive mental attitude is what we need. To grow microgreens, now I'm using trays that are about 20 centimetres by 10 centimetres nice and small and I have several of these in a line on my kitchen worktop in front of a window. They're not taking up a huge amount of space and anybody can grow these. But the trays I'm using are, as I said, about 20 centimetres by 10 centimetres. If you don't have any of these particular trays that I'm using, see what your food packaging came in because you can use punnets that maybe your fruit or vegetables have came in or the trays that perhaps a joint of meat or something has came in just give them all a really 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 good wash place either multi-purpose compost or kitchen roll paper in the bottom scatter your seeds on spray them with water and leave them keep them moist they only need to be moist within seven to ten days they should grow and once they are ready to harvest and that's once you start to see all the leaves are really open just cut them down eat the tops and compost what is left in the tray and reuse that tray nice easy quick and it's not hard now one thing i do want to say and it's a little idea if you don't have any seeds that are specifically for microgreens you might have some seeds that are already open for cauliflower or cabbage or something like that, or they've gone out of date. Well, you can use those. If they're out of date, they may not produce as much, but you might as well use them. You do want to sow them quite thickly. I should have said that a bit earlier on, but sow them quite thickly. You're not trying to grow these for individual plants. They are to grow just really, really small. Now, moving on from that, we can still use those same trays for some other options. Now, another option that I've got is cut and come again salad leaves. Now, these do take a little bit longer. You're probably looking about three weeks from sowing to cropping. So it might be worth making a sowing maybe once or twice a week in order to keep up with it. It's it completely up to you how often you do it. I will probably be sowing once a week, although I've got some in my veggie pod that I've sown at the beginning of March and they usually take about a month before they're ready and they will last a month. But if I'm growing these indoors, I would just grow them about once a week, sow seeds just in those little pots and keep them coming. Now, salad leaves are obviously those expensive bags that you might buy from a supermarket. So they're pretty well known. You've probably bought them, probably think they cost a fortune to produce. They really don't cost a fortune to produce. They really need little care. Now, they do need growing in multi-purpose compost. So just get some compost in the bottom of your tray, sow your seeds, give a slight scattering of more multi-purpose compost over the top, water and leave them to grow. Keep them watered and they will grow. Come to harvest, just cut the top off, eat them, and then they should start to grow again 
and you can make another harvest again. You probably get about three harvests before they need throwing away. That's nice and easy and also pretty nutritious. Now another really quick crop, but not everybody likes this, is radish. Now radishes can produce in about 25 days to six weeks. Again, nice, quick. They can be grown in those little trays on your kitchen worktop or in your windowsill. If you have a garden, great, get them out there. They will probably take a bit longer at this time of year, but that's not the point. You can get them growing in the smallest of spaces, especially if you don't have any outdoor space. Again, just sow them. You might have to thin radishes out so they get the space to grow, but nice and easy. I quite like radishes. That fiery, spicy flavour, just really, really nice. Spinach and rocket is also pretty quick, and you could be looking at harvesting those in about 30 days. Now, my next suggestion is one of, is a bit out of the box, and that's actually carrots. Now, if we sow some speedy varieties of carrots, such as Amsterdam forcing, probably want to grow these outside, but you can grow them in quite a large pot, should you need to. Multi-purpose compost again. Sow the seeds quite thickly, cover them lightly over, water, and they should start to grow. If they're inside, they will grow quicker than they are outside. And as they grow, you will see that the plants are basically quite close together. So you'll want to thin those out as they grow. But those thinnings, if they've got a bit of a carrot root on them, they might be small, but they are still edible. As we go on throughout, as you thin them more and more, and the carrot gets more and more space to grow, those carrots are that are being thinned out are getting bigger and bigger until finally you are at carrot size. So you could be eating carrots in uh, probably six weeks to two months. Again, nice, quick and easy. Carrots are very, very popular. Now, these are all plants that can be sown right now. Right, really ready, ready to go. So that's a few ideas, some really quick crops just to get you going. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to be producing more and more how-to podcasts. Probably next week, there's going to be a lot of them. Some ideas of podcasts that I've got at the moment that have been suggested to me is crops that can grow in small spaces, crops that can be grown from stuff we already have in our fridge, long-term plans for crops, and other little things like that. And then also how to set up a vegetable garden. A few ideas on that. But what I also want to do I want people telling me their stories of how they are growing food. Now that can be email. You can join me on a Skype conversations and we can use that in a podcast. That might inspire more people to do the same. I do a live show on a Sunday night on the Facebook page. In that, I'm getting people to send me pictures and videos of what they're doing in the garden. Please come along and join in that. We are having a conversation going on. It's not just me talking to you guys, you are asking me questions and I'm answering them. It's a two-way conversation. I actually have a phone line available for that as well. So that's the Veg Grower Podcast Facebook page, Sunday at 6pm, every Sunday. As well as that, we do have the Facebook group where, again, people are going to be sharing. I really want people to share their experiences. We have a forum on the vegrowerpodcast.co.uk. Again, the idea of that is people to share their experiences. And as I said, if you want to talk to me on the podcast, or even if you don't want to talk to me on the podcast, my lines are open. I'm happy to chat to anybody. Well, I've got so much information that I really could go on for hours, but I need these to be in quick, easily digestible format. So until next time, please, please, please 
take care and I'll speak to you again then. Mm-hmm.